Grand Moth Tarkin, I am honored by your visit. Alright, fine, here we go. Welcome to Grand Moff Talkin, delicately curated short form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars saga, tailored to the modern fanatic, brought to you lovingly in weekly increments by the loquacious yet soothing voice of your host, Riley. Hey! Jake. That's me. And Isaac. Here I am. That's you. That's me. He did so it. now that I've done the intro for you, Jake, just <laughs> now continue. I uh, shimmy your little butt into our show. So give you a little peek behind the curtain. Uh, I tried to do the intro and got zero percent of it right, so we mm-hmm. had to start over because I still don't have it memorized. But guys, this is our first bonus episode. Yeah, we love podcasting. Yeah, so much. Yeah, that we keep doing it <laughs> a lot to a degree that's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about Star Wars, obviously, mm-hmm. and what we're going to be talking about is the extended universe or expanded or expanded i actually didn't know <laughs> is it expanded jake or is that guy who said extended universe it's expanded. yeah i think i say that because i'm pretty sure the dc universe is called the dc extended universe yeah, just picture right. batman's horn how it goes vertical that's extended his horn and picture jabba the hut <laughs> fat he has bat ears on. jabba does not Jabba has, does not have horns. Jabba just said fat. Batman. Well, Batman. Batman. Yeah, not horns. He's they are that, ears. He's got the one horn on top of his head. That's not Batman. <laughs> oh dear. Ooh. That's a very different superhero. <laughs> I don't think that is a super. That's a horse. Um, but we're going to talk about the expanded mm-hmm. universe. 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 Because I actually don't know your guys' knowledge of it. I don't know anything about it. It's now referred to as Legends. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know anything about Legends. I never read any of the old books uh, ever outside of the aforementioned Revenge of the Sith novelization. That, that's Stover. literally it? That is the extent wow. of Wow, that's crazy. I know you I said you didn't have a, much, but I didn't know it was literally one book. It was uh, one book. I tried to pick up books, even as a kid who loved to read. Yeah, all that time in the hospital. All that time in the... You know what? You're lobbing some sarcastic violin music up at me. I would me. never do that. I would never do that. In the last episode, I said something that was just a funny story where I wasn't actually even sick, and he still put it in there. Oh, this Riley guy. You put him in charge of sounds. No sarcastic sound effects for Riley, I've noticed, in these hmm, uh, episodes. Interesting how that worked out. Yeah, very interesting indeed. So, I have almost no knowledge of it. I know the general things, like you've got your Jasons and your Mara Jades, and I, I know some of the characters, but I don't know hardly anything. Isaac, what's your, what's the extent of your knowledge of the expanded universe? The expanse of my knowledge of the expanded universe is, <laughs> I think on a good day, I would rate it like a five and a half out of ten, and on a bad day, like a four or four and a half. I'll put it this way: I the entirety of like decades worth of books, you're gonna just singularly give it a five out of ten. Yes, fair enough. I've, I think yeah, I'm, I'm pretty devastatingly average when it comes to my knowledge of the expanded universe because I think I read somewhere in the neighborhood of like maybe twenty of the novels from start to finish, and I tried to open it a few more, didn't take. That's kind of the extent of it because in addition to the novels I read, I also had like the some ancillary knowledge that came from. Like when I graduated high school, I was aimless, guys. I wow. didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And so I would probably spend a good hour a day after my part-time job. Crying? Crying. 
and driving. Like the complain to my mom about it. My mom's like, I don't care. Oh, <laughs> this she, is a sad story. Hey Isaac, but mom. I bet I won't get the violin music played. <laughs> no, I can't imagine you will. No, <laughs> you probably get a lot of like applause in the background. What a brave story. But yeah, so I would read Wikipedia for like an hour a day, pretty much. Oh, I kind of this just, is a sad story. Yes, I would pick a subject and I would try to learn stuff about it, and so that's kind of. So basically, you know a little bit about it. Yeah, Riley, how much uh, knowledge of the expanded universe do you have? Uh, way too much. Oh. Way too much. I how many hours a day on Wikipedia did you spend? Um, not that, probably not that many. But I definitely read more than twenty books from oh. from like all high school. Well, pretty much from like ninety nine on when my Star Wars fandom really kicked in, um, and I became a true fan. From uh, Phantominus to Revenge. From, yeah, from Phantominus to Revenge. I read like all I read was Star Wars books. Oh wow. No classics in school or anything like that. Like I should have I just read Star Wars books. Mm. And I still own probably somewhere around a hundred. They're down in my basement. Really? Yeah, I have oh a lot goodness. of Star Wars books. Mm. I don't think I've, I own a hundred books. <laughs> I, and I've played all I haven't told my wife I love her a hundred times. Well that's, Me neither. <laughs> that's a problem. His wife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why not, Jake? <laughs> well, she's not did, good enough for you. It doesn't seem okay. I'll call her tonight. Okay, I'll tell her. <laughs> good. Okay, Riley. Um, and on top of that, I have played, I think, every Star Wars video game, and read many Star Wars comics, and played many Star bumper Wars stickers. RPGs, bumper stickers. I have eighty. I have spent way too much time on the expanded universe. It's interesting that the person who hates Star Wars the most... <laughs> no, you know what? Listen, read the most listen. About I'm done hating Star Wars. We got through everything I hate about Star Wars. what he Wars. says. Wow. No, trust me. I've got nothing. I had to look and find... I'll say this. We'll get into it more in our next episode. I said that I loved Revenge of the Sith and had very few problems with it. By the end of that podcast, I don't know if I said a single good thing about the movie the entire time. It's That's really kind of the bad. pattern we followed so far. Jake starts out, I love this movie! And by the end, it's like... Nitpick, nitpick, violin, violin. I went to the hospital. Have pity on me. I'm Jake. I mentioned it one time in earnest. Okay. Before we get into that. Yeah. We're on the air now. Mm-hmm. We're on NPR. Yeah. We're on CNN. <laughs> yeah. We're on Howl. I heard us on the local radio station last week. We're on week. Stitcher Premium. Yeah. And we're on, yeah, we're on your local alternative. MaximumFun.org. Right. We're on. Um, Are we on Fleek? We're on Fleek. <laughs> we're on Bay. We're on the flip flop. Oh, your references so, are getting worse. A lot of them didn't make sense. <laughs> but, you know, now we're getting some feedback from listeners. We have mm. actually have had people tweet at us. Pray tell. On Twitter. We have had people come up to us in real life. I don't know if that's true, <laughs> but a person that's come up to me in real life, uh, not, it was not like, a, I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> Aren't you, but, you though? Know, we got a comment. We got a lot of nice comments. We've gotten people saying, hey, the podcast is adequate. Very nice compliment. Yeah, I'll take it. We got a comment that said something along the lines of, hey, this podcast is good. Not as good as Rebel Force Radio. Oh. And. Which one's that? <laughs> that was what I said. <laughs> I said, Rebel Force Hootio. <laughs> So I thought, we all thought, we should listen to this podcast, because apparently these guys are the masters, they're out there doing it. I heard they're pioneers. The pioneers of Star Wars I heard it from them that they're pioneers. I watched a whole documentary about why they are pioneers of 
podcasting as a form of entertainment in general. And so we listened to this, and this guy was right. Rebel Force Radio is eating our lunch. And taking names. And taking us to school. <laughs> and sitting us down in a classroom and saying, here's how podcasting gets done. We listened to some Rebel Force Rodeo, and I came away with some, some takeaways of things that we're going to try to do on the podcast oh, good. to make ourselves... A better show. Because we want to be the best we can be, right? We want to be the best we can be. We want to learn from the best. We want to say it loud and say it proud. So That's the idea. <laughs> for a long time, we've been saying it quietly and shamefully. <laughs> we want to do the opposite. That was one of the first things I learned. But anyway. I've seen Star Wars 250 times, which it turns out is literally half as much as you should As much as you should be seeing it. So, we have a little segment. I don't know the name of it. It's called Learning from the Best. <laughs> We'll think of a name for it and insert it later. But that too turned out to be a lie. So, okay. These are the top five things that we learned. Number one, don't call it Star Wars. These guys, how many times have we said the word Star Wars on our show? Oh, 500 times. Yeah, over. We've at least said the word Star Wars 500 times. Have you noticed how long it takes to say it? Roughly two syllables. We've wasted Which so much time. Good enough, right? Whole syllables. Yeah. That's a lot of words to say Star Wars. Is that bad? With as much time as we say it, we should be cutting down. So these guys, these two podcasters. Pioneers. Jimmy Berger and Jason Hillary Swank. They have this really cool thing that they do. Mm -hmm. They call it not Star Wars. Now, that's the title at the beginning of the movie. So that's what I tend to call it. Mm -hmm. They call it The Wars. What? Oh, you know what? That's one whole less letter. His... One less letter. Now, I know what you're saying. It's still two syllables. Well, okay. <laughs> what I love about it is it's not cloying at all. It doesn't smack of somebody kind of desperately trying to convince themselves that this nerdy thing that they like is really cool. <laughs> it doesn't remind me in any way of that character from Mean Girls who's trying to make that catchphrase fetch happen. Right, yeah. And it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's just cool. Yeah. But we can it makes it more gritty and adult. It's gritty and adult, and we are adults. Yeah. And, Star and when George Wars is, Lucas says it's for adults. Star Wars is for adults, I don't care what the creator of it says. We can't call it the wars because Rebel Force Rodeo has a patent on it. No. I well, think we should call it the stars. No. <laughs> should The Stars. We're, we're, Talking we, about the stars. We could be dancing with the stars as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> dancing we're going to say it loud. We're going to say it proud. The stars. Ooh. We're going to be talking some stars. I love this rebranding already. <laughs> it's going to be really good. I think people are going to think we're way cooler. <laughs> Isaac, Oh. number two. Number two. I'm dropping the deuce on y'all. Number two is send disgusting junk food to people in the mail. In Don't say that. <laughs> yes. Send... We have been thinking about how can we get the fans more involved? How can we do fan outreach and get them involved with the show? It never occurred to us to pick the most disgusting junk food you can possibly find. Basically, it tastes like plastic covered in Play-Doh. Oh, this is delicious. <laughs> Put it in an envelope. This is magical radio. Mail it across the United States and have it sitting in somebody's hot mailbox all day. I can't think of a more appetizing way to eat a piece of garbage. If... We want to take it to the next level, though. We could probably call it something that might 
hint Star Wars? Well, oh, the stars, the stars. I'm sorry, guys. The stars. I the forgot stars. the brand. The stars. Hint the stars. So, yeah, we obviously, so, Force Rodeo, they have something called a Little Debbie Intergalactic Snack Pack. And they say it just like that. We can't do that. We don't have a sponsorship with them, but I've been doing some reach, uh, you know, reach outs to mm. companies. And so what we're going to do is at the end of every episode, we're going to do a giveaway to Chef Boyardee Beefaroni Male Meat. <laughs> We're going to put individual beefaroni noodles, just loose noodles in an envelope. We're going to mail them to you. It's the most appetizing way to eat pasta. <laughs> Number three. Now, let's get a little... Let's get a little serious here, you guys, okay? Because this is this is something we really need to incorporate. Yes, these are things that we're going to start incorporating into the show. Some of them we already have. Okay, Check your so, front porch, listeners. Here's what I'm thinking what we really need to do. If we, we want to be do? like the rodeo. Sure. Number three. We need to have a constant stream of D-list pseudo-celebrities on the show and then name drop them in casual conversation to convince listeners that these people with some tangential relationship to Star Wars are our friends. <laughs> And to convince ourselves that we're important and not, as the voice in the back of our mind keeps whispering, an old, depressing remnant of a largely bigoted generation that fewer and fewer people want anything to do with. What do you guys think about that? I think it's a good idea. That's pretty short and sweet and to the point, <laughs> and really I appreciate the sentiment. <laughs> because we've been obviously inviting a lot of people to come on the show. It never occurred to me that we should try to convince people that we're best friends with them <laughs> and talk about them all the time. Be like, hey, you know, when I was talking to Sam Whitwer the other day, he mentioned something really interesting. Can we treat Kyle Newman sort of like a Bloody Mary figure where we just, like, start saying his name into the mirror? He's more like a Hail Mary figure, I think. (laughs) (laughs) We should also try to get someone on the show who directed one movie a long time ago and maybe even a friend of a person like that who, as far as I know, doesn't do anything. (laughs) And have them on the show. Oh, man. Is there anybody else that we've neglected to? Number four. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't let David Collins talk. <laughs> <laughs> He's been wanting to come on our show for a while. But what he wants to do is he wants to give these really amazing insights into You know, Star Jake, Wars. what I really want to say is that David Collins does want to come on the show, and he does want to give great insights into Star Wars. I think, you know, just when, said, when right, you said that, it really made me think about how if we had David Collins on the show, yes. he would really be able to to show some insight into like towards Star Wars music. I've always thought myself when I listened to David Collins talk that he's sure. like the best at that. I thought that he's the second best mm. behind this other guy on the show. Mm. Well, he does. This is interesting. You got this guy, David Collins. He says something, you know, really insightful and inspired. He's done a lot of research. He even plays some instruments and has done all of this incredible insight in the show. He's worked for Lucasfilm, so he's an incredible resource. What I think we should do is constantly interrupt him when he asks us a question, say we have no idea what he's talking about. Then once he tells us, say that we actually knew it the whole time and then pretend it was our idea from the start. (laughs) Wow, Jake! You are blowing my mind here on <laughs> another episode of Grand Moff Talking Bonus App. And, and the, the thing is, it has al- always been on the tip of my tongue, the point you were trying to make right there, the exact thing you were trying to say, I've been trying to articulate since 1977 when I saw A New Hope in theaters next to George Lucas and Kyle Newman. We were sitting next to each other, and Kyle Newman 
was just saying, like, hey, Jimmy Mac, I've got this thing. Whoa. Uh, my name is Isaac. <laughs> that bit died. <laughs> this, which is... It's, it's, uh, that's, there's so much that we can learn. It's not even really worth getting the number five, which is make a documentary about how we're not racist. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's number five. And hate women. Don't forget that. Oh. Yes, that's a really good thing is, you know, when people say something about you, don't like get better about it. Just tell people that they're wrong. Yeah, that's how I do. And make everything. a documentary about how wrong they are. Oh my gosh, this has been like... Should, <laughs> well, should... Here's an idea. This was not thinly veiled at all. What we need to do is we need to get Ashley Eckstein on the show once. <laughs> and then we have to ride our very, very mild relationship with her so, so hard. Oh, boy. For years afterward. Ideally, in our documentary, what we're going to do is because she probably has, you know, even if she tries to kind of distance herself from us at some point, just have her. We'll in, have that footage somewhere. We're going to have footage of her saying, you guys were the first podcast I did, and then no other context. <laughs> because but always insinuating that she's a big fan. The first person you have an experience with in life is all, always, irrevocably, the best experience you'll ever have at doing that one particular thing. Absolutely. That's why I married the girl I met in kindergarten. <laughs> so, in first grade. Kim, come on the show. Uh, she has a name? I think her name was Kimberly. So. Was that the brain of the pillow? <laughs> In kindergarten, it sure was. Um, so the EU, <laughs> we're going to talk about that. <laughs> so what's what's the goal of this podcast? I don't even know. If I, we don't know. know I don't know. What I don't know. Well, no. I'm I so out of it now. The main thrust of this podcast was just what what's your general nebulous thought on the EU? Yeah, opinion. Because, of, yeah. So because. Riley is basically Wikipedia incarnate as a yeah. human being, yep. but full of more hatred. Um, we, what we're going to all do, I think, is uh, we're going to each pick up an EU book, just kind of whatever one we can find. I went just to the bookstore, Half Price Books. I mentioned it on the show last week. It's an international chain of international. You can find it. Internationally in beloved chain. Internationally beloved chain tailored to the modern reader. And Basically, I just picked out the weirdest looking EU books I could find because they're all like 50 cents. So I am currently reading Star Wars Young Jedi Knights Return to Ord Mantell. Ooh, I like Ord Mantell. Well, we're going to return to it. For me, it's going to be the first journey there. Um, and I'll tell you what, for me personally, since I don't have time for, for you that, personally. For me personally. As a person. As myself. Sure. I'm going to start over the Star Wars Legacy comic series because I actually I got Marvel Unlimited here You're probably about a year ago. You're going to read comics like a cheater? Yep. <laughs> This is lame. Because I'm trying to keep up with the new canon like a good boy. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm going to start that over because I, I got about 20 or so issues in, and I'm like, wow, this is uh, – I got some thoughts on it. So that's kind of where I'll go. I'll, I'll read, like, five issues at a time just so I can count that as, like, half a book. That's I've what got, I'll do. I've got the greatest book series in Star Wars history Let's ready hear it. to go. It's called the Jedi Prince series, and it is – Holy cow. Oh, it is the – most garbage, trashiest oh. Star Wars novels ever made. And it is amazing. It is amazing. And I love them so much. They're they're definitely in the category of so bad that they're good. Oh, man. And the Emperor has a secret son named Trioculus. <laughs> Whoa, boy. Like, I Trioculus mean, Rift? <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. Uh, it's, it's great. 
You make jokes about try them. Oculus is like an advertisement for Oculus Rift. Hey, you should try Oculus. There were like you make jokes about them, like maybe prophesying about Oculus, but. But there are like prophets that. of their. There's a sect, a sect called like the prophets of the dark side in this book too. Oh, so I wow. mean, it's just like this book goes there, man. It's this great. may be a really prescient book for our it's, uh, troubled times. Yeah, there's a whole there's a whole book dedicated to saving the whales. It is such a child of the oh, '90s. Wow. This is the greatest book series of all time, and is I cannot a- wait to talk about it. That is... They're called Whaleodons on Mon Calamari. I'm not joking. Whaleodons. There's, there's a book about saving the Whaleodons. Marlon Whaleodon? <laughs> Luke, Luke and this Jedi prince go and save the whales on, on Mon Calamari. I can't wait to read that. This so book good. I'm reading... And I think what we're going to do is, you know, as these bonus episodes, just because we really enjoy podcasting a lot, <laughs> we are kind of... Like, we took a week off, and we're just, like, dying to get back together. So what we're going to do is we're going to <laughs> kind of get together, and I think... You know, like maybe next episode, I will have finished Return to Ord Mantel. I have to keep myself from saying Old Mantrell. Ord Mantel is in the and movie. Old Mantrell. Is Man- it Mantrell? Am I saying it wrong? No, it's Mantrell. Ord Man- Mantel. Mantel. It's Mantel. Yes, Mantel. Yeah. Ord Mantel is in the movies. Han mentions them at one point. That's right. Yeah, about yeah. being chased by, I think it's somewhere in Empire Strikes yeah. Back, he talks about the bounty hunters on Ord Mantel. Now I just feel like, like a big goober. Yeah. You know when you're in Star Wars and you say one line about something, you <laughs> need an entire book series <laughs> covering a, yeah, that one line you know dialogue. You're going to get a backstory. <laughs> we'll get into the decraniated in our Rogue One episode. Okay. So, are we going to give like our just brief like one paragraph thought on the expanding universe right now? That like, would have been a better thing to do at the top, but we're going to do it right now. <laughs> As we do. We're we're, we're professional podcasters. Donate to our Patreon, which doesn't exist. <laughs> So, Jake, what's what's your oh. one paragraph? <laughs> yeah, what's your one paragraph? No, I thought you were going to go first. <laughs> You're hosting the shenanigan. Go first. I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> so, my general consensus after ha- having read one book. <laughs> <laughs> well, honestly, I do have something of an opinion. I played a lot of the video games, I will say mm, that. Okay. I played all the Jedi Knights and Jedi Academy Ooh. games, and I did play Knights of the Old Republic a long time ago. Mm. I don't have a long, I don't have a good memory of it, mm. of the mythology, but it's a very good game. That's very there is a certain member of our podcast whose name shall remain Riley, who really wants to do a podcast about oh. KOTOR 1. So we're no, going to- No, no, oh, no, 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 no. Pour some cold water on this guy's head over here. <laughs> Literally, his glasses are like steaming over, <laughs> just so hearing about KOTOR 2. Game. Um, so I played a lot of the, the video games in particular. Um, but I did love to read, and I was kind of a book snob for a long time. And I just, the quality of the writing- it, a, a lot of it does not hold up, to be honest. Like I'm reading this Ord Mantel joke, and I'll have some, I have some positive opinions of it, but I'm also taking some snapshots of some passages of this book that are a little, a little rough from a prose point of view. Yeah. So my, you know, my general feeling on it, and here's my honest feeling, after just having read a little bit of it, the stuff that takes place post Jedi. This is not one paragraph, and I apologize. Is I'm taking. <laughs> hey. If it's a Charles Dickens book, sometimes a paragraph can last a few pages. So, so far, I'm right on track. Did you know he got paid by the word? I did know that. Okay. Do you wonder how, why that guy was so loquacious? <laughs> he got paid by the word. So, my general feeling that, that it is exciting is because right now, in our, what are we supposed to call it now? <laughs> Expanded still? New I, canon? I That's think it's I just it. new canon, yeah. New I don't canon. know if it's, yeah. New Gunray? New Gunray canon. New canon. <laughs> new canon, Ray. So... We got there. My general... <laughs> yeah, we really landed on something special with that one. Good so job. We... <laughs> so, the thing is, we haven't even gotten to episode eight at the time of this recording. So, what all these books are is these little, very small snippets of time 
in between chapters, and nothing could really be expanded upon too much in the mythology because they don't want to spoil it for potential filmmakers. Mm-hmm. What is cool about the old canon, the legends that I'm reading now, is that it is an exciting thing that just a writer could just go in and just make something up, and that was just the new thing that was a yeah. thing in Star Wars. Yeah, There was no boundaries. It was just like, yeah, this is like one of Han's weird old friends, and we're going to go see a race on some strange planet and bring along... Thrak and Sal Solo, anybody? <laughs> his his red-headed, red-headed children for no reason. <laughs> uh, and uh, so that is what's cool about it, is there, there is an inventiveness about it that is kind of neat that we don't get to have just out of necessity. I will say this. The new canon material, outside of one writer whose name I won't mention quite yet... Uh, the quality of the writing is a lot better in yeah. the new canon. Yeah. I think they're, they've got a lot more of a filter on who they're allowing to write these books. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm. I think they realized, hey, we don't have to just accept <laughs> submissions from literally anybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So here's my thing on the old expanded universe versus, because this is just where I fall and what I like in storytelling. My general feeling, the new canon is expanding the universe horizontally. Well, I feel like Legends expanded the universe vertically more so than not. I think you got that backwards. <laughs> yes. I th- well, the thing is, okay, I was looking at it on a vertical timeline in my head. Oh, right, because in the old books. Yes. Yeah, they're all vertical So I was, I was thinking like a true fan, Jay. From a certain point of view, doing. you were right. Thank you. I, I kind of like how we're getting like the origin story, basically, of all these different characters. How we got like the origin story of Kanan and Hera. We got the origin story of Thrawn. We got... We're basically acclimated to where Princess Leia is at in the events between Jedi and Force Awakens. We're given these right. little... I said snapshots a lot in one of our Phantom Menace episodes. And sure I'm going to say it again. <laughs> the snapshots and time we're given, I appreciate because... We... Are you snapshot heads out there? This is a winner for you. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, snap heads. <laughs> snap, hey, Wex- snap Wexley. Hey, that's a reference too. Thank you. But uh, so, yeah, that's that's where I'm kind of coming from, because I kind of I'm all right with dry stories, honestly, especially in Star Wars, because I like it when the ink is dry, because I don't like it when the ink is running out of the page. Well, if I want to make my own fan edit of a novel, I want wet ink so I can just get in there and switch that E to a C if I need to. You know what I mean? <laughs> where was I? So you like it. And it's five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, general consensus. But that's where a lot of the old legends kind of lost me, because that was my fandom of star wars was a lot of the time a lot of times constricted to the six movies i love those so much yeah. as a saga one through six and i even we'll get into this later maybe like on the force awakens episode but sometimes like i even had trepidation about them coming out with new movies even after like the disney sound stuff because i remember back when episode three came out i wasn't really hip to the idea of an episode seven eight and nine i love right. the way how airtight one for me how airtight one through six were as a story of tighter than air tighter than air really yeah in a vacuum of space air is pretty tight to begin with space wars yeah the stars the stars <laughs> talking about the stars here on but uh but yeah so i love the saga so much and then i like a lot of people when i heard that they killed chewbacca in legends i'm like okay that's that's fine with me i'm out like i <laughs> Have no desire to read any more of this. Oh, like it. it was fine with you, but you were out. You're like, that's great. I like that he's dead, but I'm out. <laughs> that's how a, uh, a Midwesterner who keeps their emotions close to the chest, <laughs> that's what they do to <laughs> avoid conflict. And so that's what I did. But yeah, so that's like, it's because I feel like they kind of just like history does repeat itself. 
but they applied that to Star Wars pretty hardcore. And that's kind of where I'm coming mm. out with like the Star Wars Legacy series where you had like the new Jedi Order and the Yuuzhan Vaughn. And yeah, so I'm reading all about that. that. And then so you get to Legacy and it's like, oh, we're doing this again. Great. So uh, there's my opinion. Did you know that uh, Isaac gets paid by the word? <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I'm done. <laughs> that's fine. I don't like it, but I'm done. <laughs> Riley. I I'll start with new canon. I pretty much just we're gonna, out of time. I'm okay, just well, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm probably just going to mirror what Jake said. Um, I think overall new canon is a lot higher quality. Dude, gun rich, <laughs> a lot higher quality than than legend stuff. But there's a whole lot less of it too. Yeah. Um. So you're you know it's not always going to stay that way. And I even like the the author that Jake seems to hate. Oh. Um. I don't mind those books. I think they're pretty good. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. Well, I don't know why we're being coy about this of all things. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but no, I, I like the direction New Cannon's going in, and I'm sure it will expand up. As as Isaac says, once once all the movies are out, that's when I think the New Cannon is really going to get going. Um, as far as Legends and old stuff, your mileage definitely varies. Legends, though, it holds like a really special place in my heart. There's a lot of crap in there, and yeah. I reference it holds it a as... special place in my fart. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm, honestly that's what it is, and I make fun of it a lot, and I say it's garbage and trash, but I love so much of it. There are a few books that are just irredeemable and not good, Name but one of them right now. I don't want to. The I whale book. I can't think of one. No, the whale oh. book is so great. <laughs> okay, I'm excited to read it. That Stay tuned. Is, that series is crazy. Don't touch that dial. Um. Two, what do you think of the courtship of Princess Leia? That I was about to ask. About yeah, that. that book is not good. I saw that at the bookstore, and I almost sent a picture of it. I was like, "The courtship." Did of you Princess not get Leia? it? I don't. Oh, did I get it? I might have got that it. one's She's crazy. In a I bought a lot dress of books. on the cover. Yeah, it's a, and they clearly just like crudely took a yeah like, a pair of scissors and cut out Carrie Fisher's head and just taped it onto some weird model's body. Is the craziest looking cover. I don't say I call that one trash and I don't say that with love for that book. That book is just not good. <laughs> but I would say out of like if I had to pick a top five favorite Star Wars pieces of media, two of them definitely are legends. Ooh. Really, of all media, out of out of like I'm counting movies, I'm, I'm counting movies. Top yeah. five. Should we review our own house right now, or is that for another bonus episode? That's not a bonus episode. That's a different bonus episode. Yeah. But different content entirely. Okay. But I will give a little preview because two of them, obviously, I've talked about it enough, and I am not joking when I say Knights of the Old Republic Two is like one of my favorite yeah. Star Wars things ever. If you were joking at this point, I'd be a little mad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, and so that is in my top five. Of, of Star Wars media and another one's a book we'll talk about some other time but yeah so there I love Legends a whole lot and it still holds it, I you know lots of people got irritated when it was all thrown out and it's not canon anymore but you know it's still there I can go read it I still have a lot of those books and I can go back and read them and I don't really care that it's not technically canon Thrawn came back and he's just as cool as he was before yeah. so I, it's like I, I think uh, to me I'm a comic book reader. I'm a comic book fan. And you can't get attached to mm. canon when you're a comic book reader. Mm -hmm. Because in the case of Marvel, every <laughs> six months, yeah, it's not something. going great. And they're yeah. going to reboot it all over. That was kind of me, too. Like, I was inter like it's interesting that, like, the whole, maybe, like, the, the geek community as a whole was bothered by the something family. like. The geek family. The geek family. The modern geek family. The stars. <laughs> Tailored. Boy. But it, it is like, I, I don't think anyone ever had the notion that when... Batman Begins came out that they were never allowed to watch the Michael Keaton Batman ever, ever, ever again. Right. I still right. love watching it. And like when these new DC movies started coming out, I still liked 
to think of, you know, the old, like Batman Begins is still my Batman origin of choice. Yeah. So I, I think that as I'm reading these Legends books, to me, I just find it fascinating. I find it fascinating to know where these characters had been before. And basically, guys, shut up and stop complaining about books. It was inevitable. Like, those characters, Batman, Superman, have been around since the 30s, right? They've 20s, been around, 20s, I, 30s. Mean, I mean, at least the 90s when I was born. At least the 90s. I remember them about that far back. <laughs> and Star Wars has been around now for 40 years. We weren't always going to, we weren't always going to have the, the same, <laughs> at least since the 90s. We were never going to have the same actors portray the same characters forever and you can't you can't keep 40 years worth of history and have any semblance of continuity it's just it's not going to happen so it, it makes sense and it uh, the reboot the soft reboot is is fine it's great I yeah like it. mm-hmm. and they've they've thrown so many bones already just like what if we're just going to take thron himself i mean they've incorporated him into the new canon substantially and he's easily like a top five EU character, as yeah, far as I'm he's concerned, fantastic. like from what I've heard, mm-hmm. like, that Thrawn just, book is great. Yeah, yeah, in terms of yeah, I just got finished reading that a few. I mean, maybe a week ago. I got just finished reading the third chapter. Slow Not reader. bad at all. <laughs> Not bad. But yeah, they they're doing plenty to incorporate new characters in, and that's kind of kind of neat actually, where they're taking like the the best of the old stuff and incorporating yeah. it into the new stuff. That's what's yeah. good is they can be like, hey, you know what didn't work? This thing that we no longer have to worry about. What did work was this. Let's see. Yeah, what so they do don't this. have to bring Brax. Rebels Frankenstein solo. <laughs> wow. Rebels uh. has done that really well. It's brought in of course, I love it. It's brought in a lot of old republic stuff. Some uh, sure. several of the ships, the planet Malachor. Yeah. Um, there's there's so much that has come from that. Yeah. And it's not the same stuff anymore, but still it's being brought in. And then the mm. the ship from Knights of the Old Republic is in Rogue One. It's like the one that pushes the Death Star or the Star Destroyer into the thing. We'll talk about it. Mm. But so, it's yeah, so I have an idea. (laughs) So, guys, this has been uh, our little intro to the concept of what a bonus episode is. Oh, that was so quick. It was hard to well. Can we kind of wasn't to be honest with you? It wasn't as quick as we thought. For our show, the intro to the conclusion of what a bonus episode should be. (laughs) (laughs) We'll say at the top of every episode (laughs) because I I like that was tight. It was tight. It was tighter than air. So we, you know. Next week, I think we're going to come at you with a little discussion of New Jedi Knights, Return to Ord Mantell. Oh, I'm excited. Return to Howie Mandel. I am what I am, and I know what I know. An elephant's faithful, even in the snow. Bye, guys. That's an inside joke (laughs) just for us. (laughs) We love alienating the listeners with inside jokes. Just for two-thirds of the podcast, I'm with you, listeners. I have no idea what they're talking about. Referencing Horton Hears a Who, read a book every once in a while. (laughs) I Um, only read Star Wars Is Horton Hears a Who canon? In the Seussiverse. Um, so, guys, goodbye. And I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> right, Bye. Get out of my house. <laughs> oh, man, that was a... Uh... We'll cobble that together. <laughs> man. Welcome to Grand Moff Talkin', slightly less delicately curated short-form discussion of the internationally beloved Star Wars franchise slash saga, <laughs> tailored to the modern Swift in weekly increments, something-something by your host's 
Whoa, boy. Loving <laughs> right off the bat. Lovingly. Lovingly. In weekly increments. <laughs> you said that. Loquacious. Yet loquacious. You got to say loquacious. With the loquacious yet soothing voices of your hosts, Riley. Hey. Jake, I'm the person who's messed everything up. And Isaac. Here I am. <laughs> Xbox. Is that the first time you've actually said words at the beginning of an episode instead of a sound? He said Could Xbox be. once. He would be big Xbox. if true. <laughs> I was a little concerned about what you were saying. Uh, no comment. What you're in is a bonus episode of the podcast, Grand Moff Talk. What are these walls made of? Podcast walls. Hmm. We'll start over. Yep. <laughs> Open the Grand Moff Talking. Somebody else say the Andrew. I don't know how to do it. It's called the Brit the the, the bread. It's called the Brexit. Is it Jar Jar Brexit? That's where it came from. <laughs> I forgot about Jar Jar Brexit. <laughs> R.I.P. Jar Jar Brexit. Uh, Never forget. No, let me start that over again. <laughs>